live demi presence and behind the music hello everyone this is nihira joshi deshpande and uh, i welcome you all to this new series called kahani that uh, i'm starting on this platform called live demi uh it's a series where i'll be having conversations with musicians i'll get to know their stories their musicianship and the stories of them becoming the musicians that they are and uh it's it's going to be something very interesting because all the musicians have a story behind them all the musicians have some anecdotes some uh some learnings that they want to share with everyone so i'm certain it's going to be of a huge value to me and to all the listeners the very first guest for in this series is uh, gulraj singh he is a very very well respected admired very well loved musician in the industry he is a music composer a music producer he is a very um, he's an amazing vocalist uh, and uh, he has worked in several areas of the industry be it films be it jingles be it uh, solo you know uh, playing solo piano he's a keyboardist be uh, jazz and uh, so many things that he has done with so much of finesse and so much of uh, i would say uh a lot of um safai and a lot of uh, confidence and despite being such a lovely musician he's so humble and what a wonderful human being uh, that he is uh, in today's episode we are going to find out about uh, how he has become the musician that he is so let me into yes let's take gulraj into the session Hi Nihira. <laughs> Hi Gulraj. How are you? I am good. Uh, a warm warm hello to you and to everybody uh, who are here and first of all Nira thank you so much. I'm really humbled by such a uh, what how do I say it you know uh, the introduction that you gave it's, it's really humbling. <laughs> it's no no every each and every word is true. <laughs> thank you for that really really means a lot and I have to say this before we proceed that I I respect you a lot uh, you know I've known you for quite some years and uh, you yourself was such an amazing musician singer composer and Thank I, you. Uh, you know it's 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 a it's a mutual pleasure I would say you know to be uh, conversing with you and uh, at the same time I want to thank uh, Live Demi for mm-hmm. uh, you know this this excellent opportunity you know where we get to communicate with musicians and uh, it's it's an ad- added privilege that i am supposed to be the first uh, guest on this series which i'm sure is going to be amazing uh, with nihira on board so thank you live demi thank you nihira thank you everybody oh uh, no it's it's our pleasure and in fact it's my first episode of kahani so uh, i mean i would like to thank live demi as well for for some re- uh, for some reason satyajit thought that I would oh, be yeah. able to carry this. He's the man. But, <laughs> he's. I'm sure he's watching us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Satyajit. So, um, Gulraj. Yes. Um, as I was 
you know, I have known you for a really long time. I have heard you sing. I have heard you play also. And uh, your introduction to music happened through Hindustani classical. You started playing the harmonium. Yeah, yeah. And this th- that was your initial education. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, then you slowly moved on to Western classical and jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so I, how did that shift happen, or was it going alongside? And how did you uh, manage to imbibe both of them together? See, I think, uh, yeah, like uh, I remember when I was really like like a kid, um, um, there was there was a very good uh, artistic atmosphere at home because both of my mm-hmm. parents are artists. You know, they are not into music, okay. but uh, my father, he's you know he paints. He's a fine artist. And my mother also, she's also an artist. And they both actually met, you know, at the very famous JJ School of Arts, uh, which oh. is, you know, which is such a such a famous, uh, uh, you know, college. Body of, of yes. yeah. So there was always a sense of, uh, you know, art. There was always this uh, this environment, artistic environment at home. And uh, my my my, I remember from a very young age, my father would play a lot of music. You know, he because he also loves listening to music and mm-hmm. so at a very young age i was uh, you know i was already listening as in because it was played at home and i was al- already listening to stuff like you know punjabi folk music and the popular film music of the, the, those times mm-hmm. and uh, i remember uh, there used to be a harmonium kept at my uh, at my grandmother's house and i used to just uh, you know i was very curious about the instrument so i would just play random notes you know not really a song song or something <laughs> and I would just play a combination of few notes and that would excite me. Now, when I look back, I think probably they were my very early few steps of, you know, uh, probably exploring the composer in me. And um, at some point of time, um, you know, my, I started playing the toy piano and all these, uh, you know, all these uh, small toy instruments that you get right at that age. Yes. And uh, I was into this and then... My parents realized that, you know, there is something about, you know, there is some uh, special inclination I have towards music. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I also remember that my neighbors, you know, my my cousins, you know, my, one of my cousins, he used to have this amazing, uh, you know, uh, a keyboard a synthesizer, a Casio synthesizer. And he used to play play this. And whenever he would play it, I, mean, I, I would really get floored. I would like, I, mean, I would go and sit in his lap and, you know, just enjoy the whole process. So I was already fascinated with, you know, the keyboard as an instrument. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my parents gifted me my first uh, electronic keyboard when I think I was six or seven years old. And, um, you know, that's how I actually, basically I picked up playing tunes, you know, that I would listen to on, you know, on, on television. Naturally, on your yeah. own. Yeah. And uh, so, but I wasn't really, uh, I wasn't really uh, like, getting trained or something i was just playing what i felt mm-hmm. you know what i was so you're right my official music training actually started with hindustani music mm-hmm. i started learning uh, indian music my first teacher uh, her name uh, you know we used to call her joshi madam and uh, uh, pradeep chitney sir uh, you know, uh, they are my uh, gurus when it comes to indian mm-hmm. classical music so i was i started learning indian music but at the same time i had this whole Think about because you know I, I I had the keyboard I would play you know stuff like uh, I would also play things you know some Western stuff you know basically mm-hmm. I was 
you know, I was just basically picking up things that I was listening to. So, uh, like, I was probably playing a chord, but I didn't know what chord I'm playing. I didn't know the, mm. the theory behind it. And I was pretty much uh, active uh, doing music through my school. Uh, but my Western music training started, uh, you know, after my uh, 10th standard. Uh, it may sound funny, but uh, my first Western music teacher, uh, uh, his name is George Alberta. Sir. Unfortunately, we lost him some years back, but he was a he was in a way, in a way a very very strict teacher, but at the same time very very soft hearted person. And he said that he he would only prefer teaching college students because he had this uh, you know he he believed that children at that age, students at that age are a little more serious about you know. Uh, because it's a conscious decision i think when because when yes. you're a child a lot of times parents enroll you into activities because they want to find out where does the interest of the child lie but this is where i think you choose after a certain exactly, age so, exactly so that was his thing you know and that's where my official uh, you know my my training into western music started you know hmm. started like western classical jazz and at the same time i would like to mention uh, so you know, at some point, I also wanted to give uh, the Trinity College music, you know, Trinity College exams, and you gave, uh, uh, you've cleared the grade eight. Uh, yeah, I did the so eighth grade in, uh, in, in the, the keyboards, digital keyboard thing, and so Almeida sir, he he actually advised me that you know you should, since you want to do exams, you should get a teacher, you know, who is registered by Trinity College, oh. and uh, you know, uh, I remember I uh, that's how I found. Uh, my another teacher, Manikandan Pillai, sir, he's now in Chennai. And uh, I learned, you know, with some Western classical music. I still, I would say I still keep learning from him because he's very sweet. He still keeps sending me, you know, some notes, something, whatever he feels that I should, you know, I something that will teach me. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's how the, you know, the, the training bit and all started. But at the same time, you know, that never ends, right? I mean, that uh, never ends. it's, uh, it's never ending. And still learning and looking forward to learn so many things and all of us same same here i mean uh, it's an ocean it's an ocean you, you, you reach, a point, you reach so, a point and then you know that they realize that you still don't know so much just, <laughs> yeah so there's no end to it <laughs> there's absolutely no end to it so basically you started learning hindustani and then western music entered into your life it was like speaking two different languages simultaneously like we do in india we speak hindi we speak yeah. marathi we speak english we speak so yeah. how how did these two genre or western classical jazz again are two different genres yeah and hindustani yeah. classical so how yeah. did the amalgam of all three happen for you the bhel the mixture I do like, do, do, I do like Bhel Puri, by the way, and you know, basically, uh, I think, um, you know, not to really make the answer complicated. In if I if I ask myself the same question, how did this all happen to me? I think I was like every musician. I was responding, uh, you know, to the music that excited me or mm. that I liked. And you know, when something, when when we like something, we we really don't think about. What genre it is, yes. or what category, subcategory it is. Uh, so that's what was happening to me. Uh, but I have realized uh, today when I, when I, when I, uh, if I have to uh, ask myself that, you know, broadly, what is the kind of music I enjoy? Now there are, there is, like there are so many, so many different types. But 
I've always enjoyed this combination of organic music meets electronic music, electronic. Mm. And uh, I would like to say that uh, you know when I was when I was in my school, I uh, you know with these little keyboards, I was very much uh, excited. I was very much interested in the the sonic part of it, you know, the sound creation part of it. And I remember, you know, when the film Roja came out. Uh, you know by the legendary arman sir now i think that film still remains to be a benchmark album yes. in terms of uh, indian film music <coughs> sorry and uh, i my my uh, i wasn't really aware of a lot of technical uh, you know uh, technical areas in the field of music like sequencing programming producing but it it just uh, i think it just opened up like Okay, a song. A new window. Can, yes. Yeah, a song can sound so beautiful with you know with some electronic sound at the same time fused with some Indian sound. So I think that, in a way, uh, uh, you know, the concept of arrangement, how beautifully you mm-hmm. can mix different instruments, that just uh, opened up in me. And I would say, as an example, Ramanse's music, uh, you know, it's it it was it. In a way, it's you know, it, it's so much of. so many different things coming together right i mean there is it's world music in a way if you look at it uh, i don't think he follows rules and i guess that yeah. is what i have seen in your music i have heard in your music too i've spent uh, this entire morning specially listening to your uh, youtube channel by the way because your okay. commercial work is something i mean people listen to anyway Yeah. but i i was specifically listening to your piano solos and a lot of things that you have uploaded on your channel Thank you. So yeah, yes. going beyond the rules, I guess, uh, is what fascinated you. Yeah. So the so basically, in short, I, given Rahman's example, because I was getting fascinated with his music, but his music has always had so many different layers. You know, it was never mm-hmm. restricted to only Hindustani or only Western classical. You know, it was it had uh, so much of blend of different styles. And eventually, as I, you know, I got exposed to much more music. You know, I started listening to. more international bands and uh, you know so much of world music like bands like afrocell sound system mm-hmm. uh, deep forest and so uh, i basically uh, would say that anything that that you know was exciting me is what it just i was absorbing i'm still absorbing it and there is that's the reason why i feel to answer your question probably uh, all these things you know they excite me and um, there is never a distinct you know like a differentiation between okay Conscious, this is, yeah. yeah it's all it's like like you know you you look at it it's it's all like one um cloud of so many amazing styles and you just respond to it and uh, you know you you uh, even when you're making music there's a lot of things that that you know that flow through you uh, so uh, you know not to complicate the answer more but i think it's not really being a conscious effort Ah. to think that i will mix this that it it has just happened very seamlessly you know uh, through all these years and i keep getting excited and inspired by so much but, but but you know actually honestly i have to tell you this, this i actually love uh, you know trying out different things also different mm-hmm. combinations and that is that requires i mean let me tell you something to music production i guess this is where uh the tangent of music production opens because that's where you yes. get all these different sounds then you try to yes. make it interesting and yes. there's something about your music production i guess your speciality is 
you do not kill the soul of the melody that remains yeah. intact and uh, so yes I, that is a compliment that's, i would like to pay to very you kind of, that's very kind of I, i also wanted to add one more thing is that uh, basically uh, you know like when uh, um, what do you say working as a music producer uh, you know in the indian film uh, music industry or the in, or i would say in indian music industry it's yes. you are actually doing world music because if you see the music in for example music in our movies is never never restricted to a single style genre yeah. unless you know unless if it's a movie based on some classical music or some periodic you know so uh, uh, you know as a music producer when you're working here you are actually catering or you're expected to do so many different styles of music and that also maybe you know i take it as a learning and that also adds you know to the whole uh, process of uh, learning while you're working you know and blending and mixing these different styles and genres of music and yeah <laughs> lovely to all the uh, people who have joined here let's say a quick hello to all of them and uh, let me tell you something about gulraj he is a very modest person very humble uh, there's so much brilliance behind this face and you can't even tell that because he's when he's in the room he's almost not there i mean he's so silent but when he starts playing or singing that's when you take note and uh, it is really brilliant and uh, there's so much to learn from this person that someone so brilliant and someone uh, so so uh, enlightened from within can be so silent and so humble uh, very kind so. they very kind of you <laughs> thanks so um as we were talking about you know blending different sounds that yes. brings me to one of the most um, iconic i guess milestones in your career that is ganaraj adhiraj your yes. album yes uh, that album is a very good example of what you were just saying right now blending yes. different kind of sounds and breaking barriers and rules i mean it yes. breaks barriers of devotional music you've not conformed to okay devotional hai to i have to use these instruments or that you've gone beyond that and explored so can you just uh, tell us something about the whole yeah, process of ganaraj adhiraj it's uh, it's a it's a you know uh, it's a dream project it remains to be a dream project for me and my very dear friend manoj yadav oh, manoj yadav is one of the most sorted after lyrics lyrics writers in india i would say that undoubtedly and i know you both have yeah. worked together also so i mean uh, i've been lucky to have had his words for two of my songs and i mean i i totally second that he's brilliant yeah. absolutely yeah, brilliant yeah amazing so yeah it uh, it so started uh, the story actually i would like to say it's a little bit of a long story but i'll try to make it more precise uh, basically uh, you know a friend of ours he, he he had a studio in in thane you know this town thane where actually manoj and i we are from Mm-hmm. and uh, he this friend of ours he actually wanted to do a a, a ganesha album uh, an album on lord ganesha but his idea was to recreate some of the most famous iconic you know uh, songs which have been already made on lord ganesha like mm-hmm. you know so many of there's so many great songs that we know that are so popular and so that was his idea to recreate these songs you know uh, but for some reason that project didn't really you know take off yeah and then manoj and i we, we just thought that hey man let's let's make uh let's do an album 
uh, where we get to do original music. You know, the idea be for me as a composer, as a music producer, I would like I would compose what comes very naturally to me or what inspires me, mm-hmm. and produce it in such a way you know that excites me. And then uh, for Manoj also, it was like you know how how uh, uh, like what would be. Uh, you know, if you speak about devotion, it 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 may not be always about uh, you know shlokas and all, which is great. It's great to have. It. I mean, Gandhas Deras has a lot of shlokas. There's a lot of yes. research that Manoj has done. But at the same time, keeping the simplicity of the language. So, how can we? Yeah, how can we express uh, devotion with all these things coming together? So, Gandhas Deras, in short, is an album which is in a way uh, a very, you know, it's like us going through zero filter. You know, there was no filter. It's like for mm-hmm. me as a musician. I've just done what I enjoy doing, what comes very naturally to me. Uh, I try to keep the compositions, you know, uh, very Indianized and ethnic. That was my, that was uh, a thing I did. But at the same time, you know, when it came to producing it, you know, I really didn't really want to get stuck by mm-hmm. any specific style. We know a lot of bhajan music has, you know, certain uh, like we we'll normally hear Ratanpura, Tabla Pakawaj, which is great. I get nothing against it. There's a, there's a it's a lot of beauty in that as well, but I just felt that uh, you know devotional music can can be seen uh, can be expressed in in so many ways, and you know this is what I feel that if uh, modern instruments existed in the times of you know God or mythological times, you never know. Probably, maybe back then devotional music would have been with synthesizers and all. You never know. I'm just saying. No, and at any point, I think devotion is a sentiment. Yes. Any person can be devoted. You yes. don't have to be a certain type of a person to be devoted. True. So yes. So this is a different person, and he. This is his way of expressing his devotion. So yes, I think it's totally valid. So to to continue. So basically, not to uh, the the idea was not to get restricted by anything, you know, and mm-hmm. just keep the uh, you know keep it very uh, natural and seamless the whole process. So we actually worked. We we started work. Uh, the first part came out in 2011, uh, but we had started working on it like almost three years before that. Mm-hmm. And every year we would think that okay, we'll release it this year. No, no, we'll release it next year. So it it just kept on. See, generally what happens is you know your own project. You know when there is no one sitting on top of your head, right? There's no producer, no director who's trying to say wake up. You have to finish. You, you know our own there project. Is no end. Yeah, and and see, as creative people, we always want to, okay, let's try this. Okay, let's try this. There's there's no end to that. True. And I think that was happening. And at the same time, also, we, you know, we keep doing other things. So our own things, kind of, you know, they all our own projects, they tend to be on get on the back burner, right? So that was something what what was happening. Uh, but then I remember in I think yeah, 2011, uh, 2000. A little before 2011, Ganesha, Shankar Mahadevanji, Shankar Bhai, whom we respectfully call Shankar Bhai, he was like, man, you have to release, you guys have to bring the album out. This Because he know he knew we were working on this and mm-hmm. as you know, he sung uh, some songs on it. So he really like, you know, uh, made us, uh, he pushed us like, you have to get it out. And finally in uh, in 2011, the album came out. Now the, another beautiful part about I want to really want to share is that besides Manoj and I, you know, who were doing this and all, there's some amazing, amazing artists who've got on board, musicians, singers, mm-hmm. like, you know, to name a few, Shankar Madhavin, Shankar Bhai, uh, Ehsan sir, Loy sir, uh, Salim Merchant, Mahalakshmi Ayer, Akriti Kakkar, 
Vijay Prakash. Uh, I mean, there are so many names. So many, I know. Uh, so you know, each one of these artists, you know, they 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 came on board uh, without any expectation. It was just mm-hmm. like you know, out of sheer love. And I think that what makes uh, what it is because uh, uh, it was like a whole big family coming together, and uh, this happened. And for 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 Manoj and I, it still remains to be a very special album. We were just once counting the number of artists and realized there's some seventy seventy five artists on the album. And we're wow. like really. So uh, I really take this. Uh, you know, I think it's. Uh, primarily lord ganesha's blessings you know it sometimes it happens that you know you you are just the medium actually i i believe it's always the case we are yes. we are the medium you know we just become the medium the sources of there you know the 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 you call it whatever the source of energy you know it's there we are just the medium and totally agree you know but when i see an album like this which has like now in three parts it's got almost it's got 20 tracks so so much of work has happened but when you think about it you are like okay really so many songs so much of stuff but i think the process it was like a blessing you know it was like something was like an automation going on hmm. in a flow and uh, finally we you know landed up having uh, three uh, you know a trilogy series three albums and i would want to say this it, it is very special for me uh, not just being the fact that it is a dream project for manoj and i also it gave me an identity uh, a lot of people recognize uh, me as a composer as well because you know proud that uh, proud i was more known as a musician as a keyboard yeah, player yes, as a yes. producer uh, but because you know i've composed also composed the songs on this album it got me introduced as a music composer also in a uh, in a nice note of you yes yeah so uh, it i would still say it opened a lot of doors i have to mention this that uh, one of the examples is uh, the film ungli uh, mm-hmm. where i uh, ended up composing two songs uh, uh, pakiza i think other... for pakiza you won uh, the mirchi music award for that was totally best... unexpected yeah uh, for the best upcoming vocalist which Upco- was not... <laughs> i mean i i was actually nominated for both the categories uh, composer and uh, upcoming composer and uh, vocalist and i thought if i win probably it will be the composer composer Uh, I want for the vocals and I'm humble, no. <laughs> but yeah, only actually happened because of uh, uh, because of uh, Ganraj. Uh, someone from Dharma Productions uh, heard uh, my work on it, and you know I was approached. And also, I'd like to say Manoj also has written the lyrics also on uh, only. so it is very special it still remains to be special and uh, i would like to say that uh, we are going to continue the ganraj adhiraj series uh, st- you know today as well is even now uh, like uh, st- still lot of people ask hey are you coming up with your next part and uh, the best part is a lot of artists have uh, expressed you know their wish to be a part of uh, the series so it really is very humbling and it yeah it will always remain special lovely lovely and it i i could sense the passion with which you were talking about the project that how close it is to your heart as well as to manoj's heart yes very so much so we are really looking forward to it and uh, this this also brings me to the fact that you sang and you also sing a lot of your songs i you sing a lot of your 
I wouldn't say songs, but your pieces. Let's put them as pieces on okay. your YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, and and the names of your tracks are very intriguing. So <laughs> I just want to um, know that you are primarily an instrumentist, a, a pianist, yeah. and yeah. how when you translate your uh, thoughts or what you feel, your music through vocals. Uh, how does it happen simultaneously when you play do you sing in your mind uh, is it and vice versa see actually singing is a very much uh, in my case a very much by product of my uh, songwriting of my composing mm-hmm. part i i'm not really a trained singer and uh, you know with someone like you as good as you uh, are I mean, you, you are, you are a next level <laughs> you are you are and i genuinely mean it so singing has actually uh, it, it's 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 a product of my composing a lot of a lot of times what happens when you're writing music or when you're composing music uh, you want to put down you know the melody uh, which mm. will be the reference sometimes it's the reference also for the lyrics writer you know you want to just mm. put down a melody so you know you may say you know that's how it it started for me as well i would just sing uh, or hum something some composition and i would just put it down and then probably the lyrics writer will write the lyrics or if i have lyrics i'll just sing it as a cue for the singer you know who's going to come and sing so that's how it all uh, uh, started for me and uh, it's actually see even when you're playing an instrument you are actually singing through it through your instrument exactly. and voice is also an instrument so um i i like to experiment a lot even with with the voice itself in a lot of my work that i do i i like to create a lot of vocal textures and mm-hmm. uh, because i do i do believe that voice itself is such an incredible instrument you know? and of course it's the word, most advanced musical instrument yeah you can do incredible things you know with, with just your voice so uh, it, it just happened seamlessly and um, uh, eventually with time i i i i mean i found people who complimented my singing and uh, I, i i love it i love your singing thanks. because i find it very organic and i find it very non intentional uh put training ka burden kabhi kabhi mujhe lagta hai matlab it's great to be trained okay but sometimes i feel to not be trained is yeah. also uh in some ways it makes uh, the rendition sound very special also yeah and yeah you know i've heard this that sometimes um, you know knowledge can get in your way i mean they say this but uh, i think the the better way to put it up is you should know uh, i i i guess that you know it's it's a lot about feel also at times you know i mean yeah. how how uh, it's all on us that even with a lot of knowledge how much to use it you know and where yes. to use it. and i've learned this from some of the greats i've got to work with to name a few like you know uh rehman sir or ranjit barot sir shankar hasan loy like i've they, these are all geniuses but i i i've seen them uh, even salim suleiman so with all the knowledge but you know how much how much know, yeah so i think um, yeah i mean that's the i guess expression is the key i mean Yeah, we yeah. sing whatever you you play you sing you write you compose to express if yeah, for me also i i think for me uh, 
I, I call myself more of a composer singer because, uh, and I think a composer knows uh, the DNA of the song that he or she is composed the most. Now you you know it. You are also a composer, so, uh, and I guess that makes it special. Uh, most of the times I have sung my own songs, um, and I think if people like it is because probably the innocence and as a composer because I know the soul of that composition in and out. And, yeah, and there are there are so many singers who can sing like so much better than me and they will take it to some other level but i think when a composer sings his or her own music there is always that sense of uh, purity yes. and you know that uh, innocence to it and i think that what works that's why like even with pakiza to be frank i don't know if you know this story but i was not really going to sing the final song i mean it was i had just sung it as a cue track and I remember having this meeting with uh, Karan Jor sir, uh, who's the producer of the film. And I told him that he liked the song and all. And I told him also in the meeting that, you know, we'll get some singer and all that, some other singer. A few, after a few days, I got, uh, get this call from, uh, you know, from his office saying that Karan sir is saying that Gulraj's voice is sounding good. And if he is okay, let him keep his own voice. Now, this was very kind of him to, you know, kind of keep like, you know, to have me, uh, take the call and rather than telling me that Gururaj's voice stays over. Mm. So I still took some time. I still took some time because I wanted to be sure. Because, but I was, I remember while we were recording the song and my voice was on it and, you know, uh, whoever was musicians and even the backing voices, they were all, they were responding very positively to my voice. So finally, I also got convinced that I think it's working. And I always say that the song is the hero. You know, Definitely. then is the rest. So if the song needs certain voice or certain things then it uh, it has to be there because the song you know it speaks it all so that's how non-intentionally i landed up being on the song <laughs> on pakiza no and in general i mean you sing a lot uh, so yes i think we would like to hear you sing more i will yeah thanks <laughs> actually this is this is really encouraging because uh, now i feel that uh, you know i've some friends have called me to sing uh, for their their composition, I mean, I've I've been doing some. some is, okay. Yeah, some little bit of playback I've I've been doing, and uh, I it, it's really humbling. Uh, but now with all this uh, positivity, uh, positive feedback about my singing, I've I'm trying if I can get a better singer now, <laughs> you know, because uh, yeah, I mean, but it's very encouraging, and it really it really uh, makes me enc- uh, feel encouraged and do more of my own vocal stuff. Nice. Uh, that I mean, I feel like asking you. You've done. Uh, you've worked in so many different areas. Be it film music. Be it. Uh, I. You're a soloist also. You've yeah. played solo concerts of uh, keyboard yeah. and piano, uh, jingles and uh, yeah. fusion music. So, uh, so all of these different genres. What do they? Add and how is there? Uh, what do they teach you? What does each genre teach you? And how how does it make you a different musician when you? Uh, how how do you change your role while you're working in these different uh, types of music? See, I think uh, uh, you know you you keep evolving as a musician when you're doing so many uh, uh, so many you're trying to do so many styles like. Uh, if you talk about advertisement, like advertisement music, jingles, as we call, mm. uh, what what I uh, what I've learned out of jingles, and I'm still learning, is 
you know you have to actually convey uh, the message in a very short time it will be a 30 second or a 40 second advertisement jingle and you have to be on the point you have to convey that whole message in that very little time sometimes it will be an instrumental uh, jingle sometimes it will be a singing you know lyrical jingle yes so that uh, it's like scoring it's like doing a mini background score you know and you mm-hmm. have, you know, I, if you multiply it by many it becomes a, you know like a film background score or something um uh, and you know uh, all these styles basically i, I think it just helps uh, it, it it keeps evolving the musician in me because you know a lot of times um, you may listen to certain style of music and and that will trigger something else inside you you know i mean you may listen to some instrumental music and all you know is that as you know that has entered your system and it's got mixed and you know uh, with with the things that you already have inside you and that combination uh, you know uh, it it can it, it will help us to create something something else you know which will be another and and as you know that you know music is a process that, i mean there is a lot of times it's it's about permutations and combinations right there mm-hmm. is uh, that is the beauty of being exposed to so many uh, different genres because you will always uh, uh, you, you know there is no end to the number of combinations that you can make and that's the reason why you know after we we always keep listening to new genres because these genres are also evolving I there is that. certainly you know um, you know say hip hop mixed with some other electronic and then there is a new genre you know there is new soul like jazz mixed with so so there is uh, I, I, like like how genres of music are evolving i think even we as musicians keep evolving and also i would say working in different uh, areas uh, also includes your your catering and you're dealing with a lot of different people there are requirements you know when you're doing advertisements there is a is a requirement when you're doing film music there is a requirement yes so uh, whenever you're doing commission work where you're called to do something or there is another uh, thing that you learn out of it is how to uh, you know make music for the requirement for the mm-hmm. for for the need it will it probably will be a film script it will be a song in a film in terms of advertisement it will be probably an advertisement for certain kind of a product product so that so because being a musician by yourself and doing independent music is one thing you know yes uh, and when you are a musician you're called to do it's like a, in a way like a collaboration where you know you the director will have something you know with Uh, you know some expectations in, from yeah and yeah. uh at times it's not just the director it's also you know so many other factors there's a producer there's a certain kind of there, there will be a reference given to you so how mm-hmm. you combine your musicality with what is needed you know and i think doing all these things basically just uh, uh really really helps you evolve as a musician where i started from and that process keeps continuing so basically the bottom line is i from what i can read is you do not believe in restricting yourself in any way yeah. just everything you just keep embracing it so that you get to learn from it and you keep getting better yeah. you keep and also better. to be honest you know to be to be honest to be excited always you know because uh, you want to enjoy what you're doing so unless as i said you know if it's if you're working on a subject where say for example if it is a film based on indian classical music you know then you know 
uh, and if there's a situation in the film where you are going to be showing you know a maestro singing a certain raga then you know that you have to respect that you have to give the script what it needs but otherwise uh, if there be independence uh, i always love to mix and match different things and you know try out things and you know at the same time somewhere to be honest you know we are always also we are answerable to ourselves right hmm. so you also like i feel that i i, I want to do things that i've still not explored or i've still not done you know so that i am also you're excited you're a risk taker you're a risk taker yeah you know they all, it, it's there's a very simple saying that you know when you make music when you've made a song for example will you go and buy that song will you want mm. to you know if it was not you will you mm. go and so uh, i think that is something which is very important we always want to be uh, you know uh, you want to be you want to feel good about the piece of work you know what that we have that done, done. and to be excited because when you are excited then there is always a certain kind of energy and certain you know you 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 positivity I, the, the results are amazing <laughs> you know i mean mm. this is what i feel uh, and i i genuinely feel that when you do something with your pure with your heart with your excitement it does connect with the listeners you know if if you're doing something which uh, which eventually is going to be heard by others uh when you have enjoyed that process there are going to be people who they will also enjoy it so i really strongly believe in that totally i i agree with it and i remember you giving me this advice when i uh had just started you know doing my own music and uh this is what you had told me that khab badai dekho don't don't restrict yeah, yeah. yourself yeah 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 because i'm certain anyone who's even listening to this conversation i'm certain there are Uh, you know later this conversation is going to be available as well so many people will go awesome. back and listen to it so many independent awesome. musicians many composers producers will derive a lot of inspiration from whatever you're saying so yeah i i i mean see this is something even that i've learned and i'm still learning from uh, some of my idols that you know you have to keep pushing the envelope and i always think that what is that x factor that you bring to the table you know when you're making music because um that is where even as a musician then you know you 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 create an identity and as i said you know it has to be equally inspiring and exciting for ourselves as a musician absolutely because you do, if you do not enjoy your own peace you're not going to sleep peacefully exactly so that's true <laughs> uh one second we have a question from atashi chakravarti what to learn which things should not to do in music want to learn okay. which things should not do not to do in music not to do <laughs> want to learn which things should not to do in music that's a i, uh, I don't know what do you think <laughs> i i don't know maybe she wants to I, ask Atashi, what are I, the things yeah atashi can you please clarify your question because it seems interesting we are just not able to understand it so until and unless atashi is clarifying her uh, question yeah. um i want to ask you that you've worked with so many people uh, rehman sir shankar hasan loy ranjit barot uh, louis banks you play with uh, him too and uh, ashwin srinivasan salim suleiman so so many legends at the same time so many contemporaries right right so how is it uh like how how 
sometimes when you're dealing with a legend but of course all of these people are very uh, humble also and they make you feel very comfortable yeah and uh, how is it that you change how different are you when you're working with a legend and with a contemporary someone of your age someone because uh, it you know before i answer this question yeah. i would like to clarify that uh, with louis bank sir louis uncle uh, i have been a part of piano day something that he curates where you know yeah. uh, they bring together some of the finest keyboardists and pianists i have not really still got the opportunity to play with him but he's uh, he's such an inspiration and uh, and yes uh, coming back to your i'm looking forward to louis uncle is amazing he's an inspiration uh coming back to this question of yours i think you know to be frank and to be honest there's no difference you know because uh as a musician as i said you know you 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 are you never really want to judge a product or a or a or a you know project based on whom you're working with and you just yourself yeah everywhere uh you know if okay. you're if if you are if a legend calls you for example if someone a very respectful musician has called you then uh, he or she is called you because probably they've heard your work and they want you to contribute something to what they are doing if you're mm-hmm. working for them you know if, for example if i'm producing a track for uh, rehman sir for example and if he's called me he's, there's something that is liked about my music and he wants my point of view uh, in the music that he's working on so it is a responsible task for me you know i have to i have to uh, really really um, uh, perform you know uh, my best to my best ability and deliver it at the same time if someone who probably may not be as you know uh, popular or as whatever you know established senior, senior, yeah or as senior but if that call me out back then again it's my responsibility because i am called in this case someone is respecting my work someone is respecting what i do so i have to uh, y- you know be um, uh, what you say i have to um, try to cater to that respect you know i have to i have to try to what is the term you know uh, i have to give justice to that that respect mm-hmm. right so then uh, again i cannot uh, I, i cannot be the like i cannot be different so i know that probably something that they have like no i would have wanted to ask is sometimes does it intimidate you while you're working i mean that sometimes it happens with me i mean if i'm working with someone really legendary or uh, so inside there is a little bit of uh, intimidation which you have to consciously sort of work on and believe yeah. in yourself at that point well and, actually, honestly it used to probably happen some oh, yeah. years back but now uh, not really because uh, as i said i know that uh, if someone has liked me yeah. is because for for probably what i'm doing so then i know that i have to be myself yeah and you know uh, and that is easier uh, but at the same time yes sometimes there will be some challenges there will be some googlies thrown at you that try out this so then uh, uh, i won't say i get nervous or something but uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, you want to, you you don't want to disappoint, you know, someone who's who's had faith and you know has given you, uh, you know, the platform to do something. So, it's uh, it is not. I won't say again. It's something which is 
uh, which which puts me under pressure or something but i do take it as a responsibility and i try yeah. to do it at the same time as you said the other side if there is someone uh, who's uh, contemporary or yeah your age or it's challenging the, even then because what happens is probably they are going to go with your uh, you know uh, with your uh, what you say with your gut feeling like they may they may totally surrender to yourself mm-hmm. that you know duraj what you do will so that is also is a responsibility <laughs> then you are like okay then which means i have to be responsible and i have to deliver something that justifies that you know that whatever that project is so the difference only is yes i mean probably in this in the in the other scenario which i just spoke about when someone probably not as senior and probably is called you maybe have a little more freedom uh, but then at the same time you know you you want to you know justice give justice to what has been asked and uh, in the uh, other case when you're working with seniors uh, yeah i mean uh, you know you you, you yeah i guess the the bottom line is just being the student and the disciple yeah. everywhere and exactly. so it does not really i mean the same thing happens to me uh, you know i i, I just keep that whole disciple ka role constantly on yeah because it's only then that you will probably grow otherwise you know when very honest thing about myself is if i if i get under pressure then i will make terrible mistakes <laughs> i'll i'll just you know uh, goof up the entire thing i know that about myself so that's why then uh, the idea is to stay calm and uh, to be yourself and to give your best because one very important thing is that you know that you've been called for what you do the best and okay. just be yourself yeah <laughs> yeah exactly just be yourself and keep the hat of uh, the disciple or student yes. being very a student true. all the time and very true and that is something i've seen you do uh so yeah, the, yes the disciple, he disciple practices part. what he preaches so thank you i mean the disciple part never ends and uh, that that shall always stay you know it will always keep going <laughs> yes okay atashi is i think she has let me say what are the steps for singing not to do in music i think neera is the right person for that neera please no. elaborate yeah yeah no yeah. you are the guest you should so what it's no more <laughs> no okay, I... i will i will i will actually Just... i will i will contribute to that question as an answer in in as a composer but neera genuinely would you like to give us some tips uh, some tips about you know what what this... not to do while singing i think uh what not to do is a very difficult uh, answer but i guess just uh, don't try to sing for someone else that's the that's the only thing i can say whenever you're behind the mic whenever you're on stage or whenever you're singing i think uh first sing for yourself that will be the most honest rendition you can give yeah uh, i i think that's the only thing i can uh, tell here because say what not to do it's a very subjective journey actually everyone is evolving everyone makes mistakes in fact and you learn more from your mistakes so in fact don't stop yourself from making mistakes make some blunders it's fine just go ahead 
Yeah, and just to continue, like what Neera says, she's absolutely right when she says that sing for yourself, which means that you have to satisfy yourself. That's that's the thing, right, Neera? Yes. And uh, I would continue to that uh, as a composer. I would say that you know always keep uh, try to have that originality because exactly it's, it's easy to get uh, so much uh, influenced by some of the amazing singers, but you don't want to get compared by you know any artist because i see a lot of singers who try to imitate you know Emulate like someone else yeah like some other singer who is very popular uh, i think this is my personal opinion that then you know uh, why would you want to be would you I, I don't think anyone will like that okay let's call this singer because he sounds like that singer hmm. rather let's call that singer because he sounds like let, like i would say like let's call neera because neera has her own original style she sings like neera joshi so we'll have neera joshi so i think that is very important that uh, uh, as a singer you you be yourself and you have your own identity that's what i feel and yeah originality yes 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 so yeah that's what uh, we would just like to tell you that uh, just be yourself and don't try to emulate anyone or imitate anyone the question was what not to do right <laughs> <laughs> what not to do not to do part yeah there's one more question that what is the secret in by rahul lord yeah he's a very senior journalist uh, wow. from the uk and uh, what is the secret ingredient that makes sound make sound or melody hummable agreed sound is complex and taste liking has been changing over the years so so what is it that's loved today okay now that's again so, a very evolving uh, scenario yeah ever changing so i think to answer this uh, raul uh, the thing is today obviously music production has uh, taken up you know hmm. it's it's really up there and we listen to a lot of music which is so well produced so well mixed um so uh, there is not really a, like a secret ingredient but i think when you're writing any piece of music uh you know which involves singing and lyrics what makes uh, the magic is everything has to sync and fit properly like you know if you have a melody uh and then some production which is trying to uh probably you know uh uh what do you say uh, uh outperform the melody or if the production is trying to be better than the melody or if it's vice versa then things are not really going to fit in place so to answer the question that you know what uh you know uh what makes it what is the question the secret in that makes sound or your melody hummable yeah so sound is definitely important no doubt about it the production has to be in place but Uh, the singing part the melody everything has to be in harmony with each other you know everything has to uh, go well and i think um, a good example of a good melody is that you know even if even if you have a melody which you probably are listening to you know with with a very uh, you know well evolved stacked up arrangement if you listen to the same melody with maybe without just, anything yeah maybe just a piano or a just a guitar and if it still works i think that's yeah. a sign of a good melody this what i personally feel so sound is definitely uh, helping it's like you know dressing up 
the whole thing you're 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 actually uh uh a mu- musical arrangement is decorating like decorating it yeah you you're just you're decorating it and it has to be done in the right taste as well because it's going to uh, uh push and you know it it's going to support the melody uh but at the same time the melody uh, a good melody is that as i said you know if you if you listen to it even barely with a, like i would say a very simple example why a lot of uh, old songs are still reproduced or maybe there's so much of unplugged version because these melodies are so rich even if you play them with just one single instrument you know it is beautiful so i i i personally feel that uh, that's a sign of a good melody and uh, production there is no end to it because there's so much and so much of experimentation and so many things uh, you know yeah you can keep doing it but at the end at the end of the day it has to it has to feel right you know it, it has to just uh, you know the it has to come together yes yes satyajit here asks that what's your approach for recording instruments samples or original or acoustic instruments lovely so uh that's a that's a very engineered based uh question but it's interesting so basically with instruments uh with instruments it it all depends on what kind of uh, you know what kind of instruments i'm you know i'm recording and uh you know i work a lot with uh, uh, my engineer amay londe he's he's definitely one of the neera knows amay yes. he's definitely one of the most uh, amazing engineers so uh, he's uh, he's someone yeah, you can rely on you can completely okay. rely on and uh, so i keep doing a lot of different uh, you know kind of like we recently recorded a uh, a title track uh, for a for a series uh, and which had a lot of uh, indian you know the the whole percussions yeah percussions so the 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 series is called jai bhawani jai shivaji which is on star and it had you know uh, we call them like shilledars uh, shivaji maharajas so mm-hmm. so the great amazing warriors you know who fought with shivaji maharaj so this this series is about it so it had to have that that indian folk music thing so we recorded uh, a lot of indian percussions like maharashtra based instruments like tasha and all so uh, the 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 uh, the miking and all it always uh, it always differs uh, it changes but some things that still remain common i would like to say uh, you know as a as a what you say as a uh, as a combined answer that uh, whenever we are doing whenever we are recording uh, uh, say a group of musicians for example i recently recorded a string section string orchestra you know some violin players violas and cello so there is always uh, we also do uh, we, we do a room recording where we have these two identical pairs of microphones you know which captures the sound of the entire room and then also the musicians are uh, you know they are also individually mic and uh, as far as samples are concerned it uh, yeah it it all changes it all differs on the instrument for example with a guitar maybe i may want i may just not want the strumming sound but i may want you know a little f- few of nuances you know you may want a sliding sound so probably i'll also want the guitar to be mic close to the you know to the fretboard so you can hear those slight sounds so mm-hmm. it all is uh, pretty subjective um depending on the need but it's a great question 
and on that wow. note we should we should uh, i would say satyajit you should definitely have amay uh, also because he will he will be the oh yeah yeah he's really? he's amazing but he i i like I, a lot of light on a lot of things yeah one of the uh, satyajit one of the uh, parts of your question says samples also which is i love that that part i would like to quickly talk about it so i do a lot of this kind of stuff i i would rather sometimes i would just have a microphone connected to my system and i would just do some gibberish thing you know i would just say sing something and then i'll take that and i'll probably assign it to my keyboard and do some experimentation so a lot of sample uh, i do that that kind of sampling as well you know taking out sounds and you know you can just uh, play around on your keyboard and stuff do you do you travel to uh, the different parts have you uh, of the country or recording sounds because since you're such a lover of sounds and yeah you know there there've been times uh, i actually want to do it more i've not really done it consciously but i mean i just it just came to my mind quickly right now because you're talking about sounds and the nature has so many sounds this this uh, reminds me of something so i uh, there's a film which i have done which is under release now it's called pani which is directed by adinath kothare and it's produced by priyanka chopra's company so uh, there is a uh, i remember when they were shooting the film uh, i went to the the location and uh, there was this uh, this woman you know they sing this typical uh, they have their typical folk songs right they they sing you know while they are uh, doing their household works so i remember uh, i was there and uh, our sound engineer anmol he was there mm. and we actually recorded these singers they were just singing their you know the music that they sing you know while they do their household work and i remember coming back uh, to my studio and i had these samples and what i landed up doing is i actually didn't uh take exactly what they what they sang but there was a certain kind of a texture their voices had you know it was very mm. interesting so i just you know took exactly some part that. yeah and then i processed it i put it under some reverb and there is a there is a song in the film you know whenever it releases you will hear it so there's there's a there's a there's a uh, the part uh, there's a part that you hear you don't really understand what lyrics it is but it is more of a textural things so this was something i would i remembered when you said do you think so this was something that was similar to that wow. question i look forward to do a lot of you know this kind of things like going out and recording natural sounds and you know using them and i want to do a lot of a lot more of that for sure would be really interesting would yeah really yeah. interesting uh, it's interesting how some sounds just inspire you you know just like the sound of water for, for that matter i mean i just I just love to listen to water, you know, the flowing water and ocean. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing that I want to ask you is, I believe you are coming up with a workshop on live demi on yes. songwriting. Yes. 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 So, what can people expect in that workshop? So, I, I really, um, what I would like to do is, you know, uh, actually do an interactive se- uh, session where. Uh, i would like to construct a song from the scratch you know and uh, i've been in talks with satyajit that this this is something that will be interesting because uh, you know a lot of times this happens a lot of uh, uh, people ask about you know production tips and how you compose and also i think 
how better it will be you know if we if 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 i create a song um you know right from the scratch the melody writing and then uh you know some production on it and so that is what i'm primarily wanting to do and of course speak a little bit more uh on certain kind of production tips you know how how uh, how i deal with certain things how, mm-hmm. while i'm producing music so it's more it's, it's going to be more of an interactive session that's what is the intent and yeah i'm looking forward to do that very soon because it would be great because music production is a part of our lives now i mean yes. Um, yes. like i am a technologically challenged person i'm it scares me but we need to break that barrier we need to break that barrier of fear and take yeah. the plunge and go forward and try things out without the fear of failing yeah I yeah guess. see i i i'll just want to add one thing to see actually music production is more it's basically just music right i mean yeah. uh what software you're working in and it's these are just the tools but mm-hmm. actually the music is inside you and uh, all you need to do is you know to how how you just to learn to use these instruments inside you it's about the me and thank you know it's there's not really any much of rocket science in learning this dws or it's it's very uh it's just about the music and how you uh you know with time and all you you master the art of you know there is, there are two levels one is you hear the music inside you the second level is you know you bring it out you know you play it on your mm-hmm. keyboard or, and how you how you bring it and put down on your uh songwriting yeah on the palette yeah wonderful but it was very uh, insightful to hear the line that it's all about music yes it will always Because be i all. think for musicians uh, a lot of times it's the technological part that is a little intimidating so yeah. we need to get past that and start doing it because yeah, yeah. because of covid doing your own music being isolated is a reality uh, yes. what what yes. is it that you would like to say about this whole situation of uh, covid and how, how are musicians coping with it and how can they bring yeah. put they put it to use put this to use yes. and actually translate it into an opportunity see i think uh, you know see i mean to talk about to continue about trying to learn technology and especially with someone you know for whom technology is is a challenge i think what covid has also done is uh, it's pushed a lot of people to uh, you know um, cross boundaries and learn and get uh, adapted towards uh, you know learning recording softwares and all mm. like for example a lot of singers probably uh, they didn't they they were always dependent on going to a studio and recording but now because uh, because of the whole other things you know of social distancing and probably not e- easily able to travel a lot of uh, singers not just singers i would say a lot of artists also like solo musicians they've learned to record themselves uh, you know at their individual probably setup. home studios or setup and i think it's amazing because it's 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 all about you you have to evolve and there is there's nothing wrong in that right i absolutely. mean absolutely even if you are not uh you know maybe a 
you you may not be the most technology savvy person but it's always great to know about what goes behind the thing you know after let's hope let's wish that this you know the pandemic times and you know we are back to our normal schedules like you you know those who always wanted to go and get recorded by someone else that all happens but i'm saying even in the process if you have managed to learn uh, if you've learned uh, about recording and doing things that you were not doing earlier i think it's great because it's always going to be an added definitely yeah. like i have learned it uh, yeah. because not not just because of covid it's because of moving to germany also yes i'm away from everyone so i had to learn it so and I now you i can at least record my own voice at home that's i'm telling you 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 never know you may just do the entire song you know you may sing you, you will be of course you're a you're a great singer you you will produce you will record and you will also land up mixing you know and sending out just the so i'm just saying it's it's uh, uh, it's great and you've realized that it's actually not that difficult right it's a lot yes, of time, the it's the thing. you know it's the it's a block in your mind but today when you you don't have a choice then you have to do it right so Absolutely. it's like when you're thrown in <laughs> in a pool you are you will move your hands because you want to you know you want to keep swim. your music alive you cannot yeah. stop doing it so so i think that is that is in a good way it has happened uh, i know a lot of musicians have also gone through are still going through difficult times and uh, um i think there is something which i which i always say and uh, it's not just because of pandemic but uh, like there have been sometimes i've done uh, these workshops with some students uh with some junior students and something i i keep saying and i i i felt the like covid has made this uh, thing probably a bit more uh what you say relevant is that you know you should always try to keep all your doors and windows open uh like and there is nothing wrong in that i mean if you can also produce music if you can arrange music if you can also sing if you can also please do it all because True. i think there are two reasons one is that you know you are going to be um, you know you you are going to get better and you you going to enjoy the process and you're going to learn more out of it you know there's that personal gain and secondly i think you know, in situations like these if you're doing multiple things it's going to help a lot and um, you're you're not so, dependent you're also yes. independent yes yes in and a, I, yeah and and this i've i've been actually telling about this uh, as i said not because it's pandemic now even right before the pandemic pandemic happened i've mentioned this uh, uh in a couple of uh, such workshops because my what i also want to say is that the times have changed you know it's not really um things have changed you know and we all have to keep uh, uh, somewhere you know uh, uh what do you say not exactly adjusting but we we have to also keep adapting yeah adapting to the changes in a good way in a positive way and uh, be compatible with you know what's happening so like how we know music has changed you know it, the, the kind of music that has been made today and the kind of music uh, that was made 20 30 years back it's changed it's evolving so even as an artist we have to be updated and we have to stay uh, and and, and i definitely feel there is age is never a barrier it's just the mind so whatever be your age you know whatever be your you think you you have to just keep updating i know some people like they are i mean they are elder to me but 
I find them much hip than me sometimes. Like, yeah, and they are, they are listening to some great stuff, doing some amazing stuff. So, uh, I, by, by what I mean, keeping your wind, all, all, all the windows and doors open, basically, you know, do whatever comes your way because uh, it really helps to, you know, improve the artist in you. You stay updated with what's happening. And yes, as I said, now pandemic, uh, no one ex really expected this. But if you are doing different things, you know, it's very helpful. And um, yeah, I, I see it's, it's also it's also an emotional time, I know. And uh, uh, but I want to say that uh, as musicians, we are blessed that, you know, when you do music, a lot of times, even if, you know, you can still do music for yourself, right? You can still sing a song for yourself or play a song for yourself. And, um, you know, be, uh, you know, feel better about it. But we are all hoping that things get normal very soon. And, you know, everybody, you know, finds uh, their, what you say? Normalcy. You know, yes. Yes. Back. Yeah. Uh, thank okay. you so much, Gulraj. And uh, it was lovely I talking bet. to you. It was My very pleasure. insightful and uh, it was a very educative session. Not in a very obvious way, but uh, let's let's say you did inspire a lot of people with your words. And uh, the I biggest takeaway was you know, just to be yourself and yes. keep the student hat on always. And I mean, I also am a staunch believer in this uh, yeah, yeah. fact. So That's true. Yeah. And uh, Meera, I want to thank you. And also oh. live me for uh, having, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, what makes me happy is that it was more of a conversation that we had. It was not a one-sided thing uh, for namesake. I'm the guest, but it was, uh, it was fun because uh, I get to learn a lot as well. And thank you so much. Really, really. such no. a Thank you so much, Gulraj, for sparing time. Thank you, live Demi, uh, for enabling me to start this uh, conversation series and uh, I uh, before you we cannot let you go without um, listening to something from you uh, since it's Independence Day would you like to uh, yeah, play something, something related to the country or, or play yes yeah sure so so I would like to uh, just sing a few lines from uh, this wonderful song from the movie Swades, composed by Rahman sir and sung by him. And wishing all of you a very happy Independence Day in advance. Jodes hetera Swades hetera Tuje hepukara Yevo bandana hejoka bitutana isakta Yejodes hetera Swadesh 
वो बंधन है जो कभी टूट नहीं सकता मिट्टी की है जो खुशबू तू कैसे भुलाएगा तू चाहे कहीं जाए तू गोड के आएगा नई नई राहों में दबी दबी आहों में खोए खोए दिल से तेरे कोई ये कहेगा ये जो देश है तेरा स्वादेश है तेरा तुझे है पुकारा ये वो बंधन है जो कहीं टूट नहीं सकता ये वो बंधन है जो कभी टूट नहीं सकता Thank you, thank you so much, Gulraj, for that lovely rendition. Thank Such you, a heartfelt one. Thank you so much. Thank you and, so much. Uh, we are uh, looking forward to listening to a lot of your new music. Yes, I am very excited to bring it to you. Uh, quite some exciting things are happening, and uh, I want to thank each one of you also uh, uh, for for being around. And sorry if we couldn't, you know, we couldn't answer all the questions, but soon. as neera said yes i'm going to come up uh, on uh, doing a workshop uh, for live demi and i i i am looking forward to interact with you all very soon thank you thank you to all of you who joined and stay safe and uh, yes stay safe and stay healthy take care yeah and hopefully we will meet in another episode of kahani with another new guest in the next uh, month yes awesome yeah right bye 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 bye, bye.